Hey, I'm Danny Stover, and this is Today in TO, a podcast that takes a look at the biggest stories in the city and connects the dots on what's going on. And thanks to One Dot's escapades in the workplace and bedroom, we now have a brand new dot, and I feel like I can finally breathe again. On today's episode, Toronto has elected a new mayor in Olivia Chow, and we're going to dig into what that means for the future of the city. Also, you'll hear Premier Doug Ford walk back a few of the things he said about Chow leading up to Election Day. Plus, could you imagine having a municipal election every single year? I mean, we have had two in like eight months, but let's just chill for a bit, okay? All of that coming up on Today in TO. struggling with how to get into this, so maybe I'll just start here. I want to thank the people of Toronto for trusting me as mayor. It has been the job of a lifetime. And while I've let them down and my family down in this instance, I've nonetheless been deeply honoured by the opportunity to serve the people of this wonderful city. And I believe that I did some good for the city, that I did make a positive difference uh, for the city that I truly love, particularly during the pandemic. I'm usually known for taking as many questions as you want to ask, but on this occasion, I think I'll let my statement speak for itself. Thank you. That, of course, was John Tory from February 17th, 2023, when he resigned, about four months after he was elected in the October 2022 municipal election. So, yeah, I think, you know, John Tory deserves some thanks for stepping down. And I don't know about you, but as I was in line to cast my ballot, there was a perfect crack of thunder, and it scared the crap out of us. But we all kind of laughed awkwardly. And then I said, uh-oh, did someone just vote for the wrong candidate? And immediately after, I was like, oh, no, I shouldn't have said that. There's really no wrong candidate. There are, of course, ones I think would do a bad job, some that might be in it for the wrong reasons. But what a wild ride it has been. You know, there's a lot of doom and gloom in the world, and certainly we have our share of problems. A big budget shortfall, a lack of housing, crumbling infrastructure, congestion, issues surrounding public transit, safety, and affordability. But what a great day when we get to exercise our democratic right and then vote in a mayor who may end up having sweeping powers over city council. (laughs) And even though I knew exactly who I was voting for going into the booth, I did take a minute to look over all the candidates. It was a biggie with 102 on the ballot. And it reminded me of something I read in a CBC article. It's like going to a restaurant that has a huge menu and you're not sure what to choose. So you ask the waiter, "Uh, what's good here? What do you like? Also, it feels like it's been a really long run. It started technically back in February with John Tory's bombshell that he had an extramarital relationship with a younger staff member during the pandemic and would be resigning. And then campaigning officially kicked off on April 3rd. Olivia Chow finally announced she would be running two weeks after that. It feels like three seasons have been packed in to the past 12 weeks. And now we have a new mayor in Olivia Chow. 
For weeks, she's been enemy number one to the other candidates who have been running against her. Olivia Chow wants to defund Olivia the Chow's anti-private sector Olivia Chow's going to put a bike lane pretty much up your own Olivia Chow is on the other extreme. Olivia Chow's plans are a recipe for disaster. Even Premier Doug Ford joined in. Olivia Chow gets in, it'll be unmedicated disaster. But now... Let's go do it! Let's make it happen! Let's win! And when she has done... Olivia Chow has lived in Toronto since moving here with her family at the age of 13. She started as a school trustee, then was first elected to Toronto City Council in 1992, becoming the first Asian-born woman to win a seat on council. It shouldn't be this hard. I'm Olivia Chow. And it was on councils where she joined her husband, Jack Layton. I think it's one of the most dramatic measures we've ever taken. She would follow him again to federal politics, being elected as an NDP MP representing Trinity Spadina. But that only came after two failed attempts, one in 1997, the other in 2004, before she won in 2005. In the race to be mayor, she's faced defeat before. As for me... I'm going to keep fighting for the causes that matter. You know that. That was in 2014 when she finished third to John Tory and Doug Ford. Tory held that post until stepping down and forcing this by-election. I'm deeply sorry. Chow has been out of political life since a failed run for a federal seat in 2015, but she explained why now was the right time to get back in. I love this city, and together we will build a city that is more caring, safer, more affordable, where everyone belongs. She faced more than 100 candidates in this by-election, some with names as recognizable as hers, Saunders, Bylaw, Matlow. Even still, she's been at the top of poll results since she stepped into this race, despite not having specifics on things like a tax increase. We'll come up with a modest tax increase. And my political opponents are making stuff up. They're saying, like, 25%, 20%. No, no, they're wrong. They're making it up. Um, not going to do that. We'll have to wait and see that specific number. She says her history as a counselor, though, has shown she's never supported a large tax increase. She wants to tear down the eastern portion of the Gardner Expressway and build a busway to replace the Scarborough RT. When it comes to public transit, she said she would reverse service cuts and add more staff. Remember this. Better service means more people riding, means more revenue. But Toronto has elected a woman as mayor for the first time since Barbara Hall in the 90s. And for the first time ever, an Asian woman has worn the chain of office in Canada's largest city. We urgently need to build a city that cares. That was Dave Bradley with Global News. Olivia Chow won the Toronto by-election with 37.2% of the vote, beating out Anna Bailao in second place, with Mark Saunders placing in a distant third. Here's part of her acceptance speech. This campaign had so many talented candidates, and I spoke to them. Anna Bailao, Mark Saunders, Josh Matlow. Yeah. I, I phoned them, they phoned me, and we pledged to work together, okay? And of course, Missy Hunter, Anthony Fury, Brad Bradford, and Chloe Brown, yes. And my friend, Gil Penalosa, who worked with me for a 
I, I want to thank you for all the of for all of you to sharing your ideas and your passion. We all share a deep love for this city, and and I'm driven by a common belief that everyone should have affordable place to live. So, to all the candidates, each one of you, and to Toronto City Council, to the public service, business and labor, yeah, civil society, community leaders, yeah, and the people of this great city, I invite you to join me and let's work together to make the promise of an affordable home a reality for everyone. Now, voter turnout this time around was 38 percent, with more than 722,000 people casting their votes. That's nearly 10 points higher than it was for October's election. Chow is the first racialized woman to be elected as Toronto mayor. She's the first progressive in more than a decade. And she's actually the third woman ever to be mayor of Toronto. Now, of course, Barbara Hall, as you heard, but only a few years before that, there was June Rowland. Rowland served from 1991 to 1994, and previously she was a 15-year council vet from Rosedale and represented North Toronto. She won after a six-month campaign, and as chair of the Metropolitan Toronto Police Commission, her platform was all about law and order, which I agree is a fine television program, and you know what I mean. Roland was more of a center-right candidate, and at the time, the right really pulled together after two of her biggest opponents on the right and fellow female candidates, Betty DeSero and Susan Fish, withdrew from the race. June Roland was elected by a two-to-one margin over the left-of-center candidate at that time, city councillor Jack Layton. So in a way, it kind of feels like one loop is closing, even though another one is opening. The late Jack Layton, of course, was married to Olivia Chow. They wed in 1988 and were together until he sadly passed away in 2011. Going back even further, Chow moved to Canada from Hong Kong in 1970 when she was only 13. She had a modest upbringing and lived with her family in an apartment in St. Jamestown. She got involved in politics in the 80s and was a school board trustee, city councillor, and a member of parliament for Trinity Spadina until 2014. Even though the election is over, the work is just beginning. I plan to actually make the uh, period of wait shorter, normally five to six weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to get um, into being able to be the mayor, do the inauguration uh, in two weeks' time. And once Chow has been sworn in, this is one of the first orders of business. I want to find a way to get all the approval done now, <laughs> as soon as I get in, uh, of the nonprofit groups that have applied to build affordable housing. So you think about this. Nonprofit groups, they have the land, they have the plan, they got the funding ready, they got the architectural drawings, they're ready to build, having the shuffle hit the ground, but then the application gets stuck here mm -hmm. for two years. So what I want to do is to find out why it's taking so long. Is there any way we could fast track it, get it approved now so they could start building? Now, of course, this by-election had plenty of drama and Chow took some heat early on for saying that she was ready to tax. It became ammo for her frenemies 
In fact, coming up, you'll hear two versions of Premier Doug Ford. Is he fired up or is he folksy? That's next. Olivia Chow is the mayor-elect for Toronto, but getting here was not easy. In fact, you may remember just last week, Premier Doug Ford said he wouldn't get involved. But you know that feeling when it's late, you're watching TV, and you're feeling kind of nibbly. So you reach for a bowl of all-dressed ruffles. Just one bowl, you say to yourself. But then you finish that bowl, and you're like, well, maybe, maybe just one more bowl. Because you simply cannot help yourself. Olivia Chow gets in, it'll be unmitigated disaster. Uh, Taxes are going to go up 25 to 30 percent when people can't afford, the rent can't afford mortgages now. Um, You know, businesses are going to be fleeing Toronto as far as I'm concerned. I'll tell you, I've talked to business communities, both myself and the previous mayor, uh, John Tory. People are terrified. She makes David Miller look like a fiscal conservative. That's Doug Ford. Is this a roast? Companies will start fleeing. They'll start going. Maybe it's good news for the mayor of Burlington because all the companies will be coming out here to the GTA. But folks, remember this. God forbid Olivia Chow gets elected. Your taxes are going up at an unprecedented rate. Companies will leave. And I'll tell you, you I hear rumors even the staff at City Hall is worried. It'll be an unmedicated, unprecedented disaster. Gord help us. Now, Doug Ford is singing a very different tune post-election, and it's no accident. I'm leaving this long because I adore this exchange. The first voice you'll hear is Colin DeMello, Queen's Park Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Premier Colin DeMello with Global News. How are you? Colin, you must not have slept last night waiting to come up here this morning. You could have driven with me. You were up so early. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. go Good ahead. with you. Let's get it going. All, All right. right. So, um... You, you say you can work with Olivia Chow, but you've sure. also called her a, quote, unmitigated disaster. You said yep. it would be Gravy Train 2.0. So can you tell us specifically what you plan to work with her on? Well, you know, some Olivia and I uh, have had a good relationship. Sure, the ideology is totally different, but I think I've proved it. No matter if it's uh, Mayor Horvath and Hamilton, which we have a phenomenal relationship, by the way, or Mayor Del Duca, another great phenomenal relationship. I have them over quite often to the, the House, and I'll work with anyone as long as they're willing to work with our province. I think I've shown that with all 444 municipalities. Our job as a province is to make sure we're there to support them to the best of our ability. And that's exactly what we're going to do uh, with uh, the, the new mayor. And we look forward to sitting down. I had a great talk with her last night. And, you know, she, she's been in politics long enough. And during the election, you throw some mud back and forth. But I'll tell you one thing. People, uh, people expect us to work together. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We'll work together. And, and uh, we're going to find common ground uh, when we sit down. Because... She's uh, actually quite a nice person. Okay, that's nice. Last word goes to our new fearless leader, soon to be the 66th mayor of Toronto, Olivia Chow. Those are campaign talks. <laughs> Last night, my conversation with the Premier, Premier Ford, is yep. saying, let's work together. We all love our city. <laughs> our goals is the same, building housing. You hear me saying it, he heard him saying it. 
Well, if our goal is the same, our approaches might be different, but well, let's look at how we can find common ground. Because at the end of the day, whether you vote for all of it, child or not, if you love the city, you want to contribute, come on down, let's hear your opinions, let's hear the suggestions. There are room for everyone. Now, this was a 12-week quickie, low barrier, yet kind of expensive by-election. But there was a time in Toronto's history where mayoral elections happened annually. In fact, it used to be every third year until very recently. Producer Glenn Bergonier has more. So yes, we are finally finished with this by-election. And I don't know about you, but I'm basically all electioned out at this point. There have been multiple major elections we have actually faced since the start of the pandemic in all levels of government. That's federal, provincial and municipal. And that includes the two recent municipal elections we had for Toronto alone. And as much as it can be exhausting for the candidates and the voters alike, did you know that for over 100 years, the city of Toronto had a municipal election every single year? This started in 1855 when Toronto was barely beginning to grow into itself and much of the surrounding region was very much undeveloped. There was a mayoral election every single year and a city council election at the same time. And this was the way for 100 years. To make it even more chaotic, these elections were held on New Year's Day. That is until we hit the 1950s where it was agreed upon that instead of New Year's Day, the election would be moved to the first Monday of the year. And then, in 1956, City Council agreed that annually was too much, so there would be an election every other year. Then things changed again in 1966, where it shifted to every three years, only until 1972, when City Council once again voted to change it back to two years. In this time, elections were shifted from the first Monday of the year to the second Monday in November. Oh, and we are not done yet, because in 1982, the cycle was, once again, adjusted so that elections would be every third year again. But we are still not done as the city continued to grow and flourish. In 2006, the now fully amalgamated city of Toronto agreed on four-year cycles for municipal elections, which is still what we live with today. And in 2010, election day was moved to the fourth Monday of October. So, yes, we did just have two mayoral elections, only nine months apart, but that was pretty much John Tory's fault with his surprise and scandalous resignation, which triggered this whole by-election. So, yes, we might be all electioned out after two back-to-back -back municipal elections and numerous other by-elections, provincial and federal elections, but at least we don't have them every single year or on New Year's Day. To be honest, looking now at our four-year cycle, I think we've definitely hit the better, less stressful, and less chaotic system that we could have had. Let's play a game where we see how long we can go without needing to have another election, okay? Okay. Of course, this podcast is brought to you by 640 Toronto and features audio from shows across the Chorus Entertainment Network. My name's Danny Stover. Today in TO is produced by me, Glenn Bergonier, and David Spargala. Amanda Capito, Jason Chapman, and Chris Dunner are advisors to the show. We'll be back with a bit of a different episode next week. I'll be taking a small break, but I want to share with you a new historical true crime podcast about murder and curses and gold. Till then... Tell a pal about today in TO, and we'll chat again very soon. Bye for now. 